So, last week we had the absolute pleasure of catching up with uh, one half of Ibiza Retreats, Laura Davis, and uh, today I'm very lucky to be joined by the other half, or the other business wife, as you just described yourself. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> it's, it's a marriage, an eight-year-long marriage. It's true. It's a beautiful thing, Susie. Susie Howe. The, uh, the co-director of Ibiza Retreats. Welcome to my sofa. It's really uh, quite a pleasure to have you here on my couch. I feel like a doctor. I feel like, you remember the big breakfast? I feel a bit like we're, <laughs> we should be on a bed, shouldn't we? Languishing on a bed or something, kind of, you know, doing an interview. We, we could have done that. Maybe doctor, we still we? could later on in the summer, but right now we're pretty much horizontal on this we sofa. Are, so, and this is your sofa because you actually gave it I to did. me. I did. <laughs> I thought I felt at home on this sofa, that's why. Yeah, cosied up on a very winter, sort of windy old uh, April evening. It's very strange out there at the moment, isn't it? It's really blustery. It's kind of, it's a little bit like madness out there, isn't it? Sort of freezing cold. Baltic, didn't you say earlier? Baltic. Baltic and a bit, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not, well, yeah, it's just uh, the (laughs) pre-summer curse, I think, that's kind of hit the island at the moment. It's sending everyone a little bit mental as well. The energy here can be a bit high at times, but it really feels like something weird is going on the past few days. Yeah, it really does. And I think that's the thing about Ibiza, you know, it does give you a bit of a, a bit of a washing machine tendency. But You're not quite sure what's going to happen when you come out the other side of the washing machine, for sure. So, yeah. But like the raggy dolls. The raggy dolls. But I think <laughs> that's what makes it so special, though, isn't it? That, you know, the fact that it is so transformative, I'm going to call it, transformative. And it is a massive platform for change and transformation it is absolutely and i think that's why you know transformational healing kind of stuff works here so well but it also you know brings up your kind of washing machine cycle you don't really know whether you're on a 30 or 40 or a 50 or whether you're going to come out shrunk the other side you've got absolutely no idea what's going to happen and that's a beautiful thing and it's also quite bonkers it is. It's a scary thing too. And I think, you know, that's the nature of our retreats, really. It's what we've tried to to build at Ibiza Retreats is, is a safe space to enter into your washing machine, your personal washing machine, somewhere that you feel very held and very safe and very nurtured and nourished to be able to explore whatever it is you, you need to explore in yourself. Mm. And I guess, you know, there's quite a, a nice array of different kind of like uh, retreats that you guys are offering um to kind of select what the right fit might be um for you yeah exactly i mean the retreats that we offer we've we've come up with some conceptual offers really if you like so we've got the get glowing retreat which is more about your energy system and your chakras we've got the harmonize which is really for people who've gone through quite a difficult time i'd say so it's probably the most held retreat the most holistic and and held retreat uh, we've got Rejuvenate, which is a little bit about clean eating and self-care and functional fitness. And our new one for this year is called the Bliss Sanctuary, which we just love the idea of something heavenly and blissful. So it's not really, there's no kind of, what can I say about this? There's no, it, it, it's, just, it's free-flowing, this retreat. You just come and you just be and you be present and you see what comes up and you just kind of allow yourself to be taken in by the island we're on this beautiful mountain top views of the island the sunset and you're just in your bliss that's the idea of that one Mm. I mean how how do you cultivate your own bliss personally for you I'm I'm just intrigued though because it is you know it's this magical kind of idea of of what we kind of want to create for other people but how do you you know how do you get there it's quite topical and it's funny because I just had a baby six months ago and um I think for me, before I had a baby, 
I felt like, you know, I was very grounded. I had a very strong practice um, to get up every morning and do my yoga, do my meditation. I was quite ritualized in my approach and it, I felt good. I, I need that. That's, you know, and, and that's kind of underpins all the retreats that we offer. That's the kind of the, the grounding of them all, if you like, this idea of daily ritual, self-care, self-healing, getting onto your mat and doing something to connect with yourself on a daily basis. And having a baby for me, it absolutely threw me. So I've had to, I just wrote a blog actually about it on our, um, on our website. I had to really dig deep down and just kind of find out how do I, (laughs) how do I bring all of this stuff I've learned over the years on the retreats that we teach and that really is our passion when everything around me feels like it's complete chaos. How do I find that grounding and find that, you know, that sense of myself that I felt like I'd almost, almost lost, to be honest with you. It is Mm. such a huge transition. And what I found really worked, and I thank, I'm I'm doing a prayer notion here. I'm I'm thanking all the people. Hands in Anjali Mudra. Hands in Anjali Mudra. (laughs) Literally, hands on my heart right now. Because I'm so grateful for everything and everyone um, in the Ibiza Retreats family and our retreats, we are we are lucky enough to have such a huge number of therapists, teachers, hosts and general amazing souls and spirits who've really done the work, who come and bring their offerings to us. And that's what we are, this kind of inclusive organism, you know, rather than being this, you know, just a retreats company. We're a heart-based living moving breathing organism and we have yeah these amazing souls that we work with so so the bliss is found through delegation that's what you're trying to tell me here (laughs) basically just give it to somebody else and they do the work no i like that a lot Um. that is absolutely beautiful and it's definitely something i've learned from you and laura over the years because obviously having been a retreat owner myself like you know for three years prior to uh, this year where things have changed a little bit yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, I've never been the person that's been able to delegate anything. I've always, like, steered the ship completely solo-handed myself because clearly I can do it the best. You can do it all. Um, <laughs> right, sing the tune, sing the theme tune, yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But, you know, it's just not the way. And, um, you know, last year, at the start of last year, my, my mantra for last year was delegate, delegate, delegate. Mm. It's the first year that I actually managed to do that. And there's something amazing about um, really finding the right person yeah. and being able to hand absolutely. over some of the work. And just doing the little bits that you're really, really good at and the things yeah. that you really love to do. And that is definitely the way forward. Because once you're doing those bits that you love the most, everything else falls into it's place true. organically. It's true. And people have so much to share. Like, you know, we recognise within what we do that we all have different gifts. And, the you know, the, the, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole, very much so, within what we do as well. Um but how did I, yeah, so weirdly in this blog, I wrote about my experience of kind of becoming, you know, emerging into this new role as, as motherhood from this single working, I was going to say working girl then, that sounds wrong, doesn't it? Work, working professional. Um, and I had, to, I had to really look at this this underpinning idea of ritual and it really has been kind of the thing that's kept me sane, I guess, and and kept me wow I think it's helping me to be the best mum that I can be despite the chaos you know despite the the change and that's been getting up in the mornings as we just talked about actually Mm -hmm. and finding my mat and whether that's just for five minutes or ten minutes sitting on my mat and just visualizing you know my breath visualizing myself rooted to the ground visualizing myself calm uh, scanning my body from tip to toe really arriving in my body 
and setting my intention for the day you know and tr- and trusting that my intention is that I'm you know I will be the best I can be I'll be a good mum today I can be the best I can be today you know um whether that involves used, used to be a full yoga practice not for so much now so maybe a stretch of a few a few forward folds and, a, and an arm stretch but that's not the point it's still the fact that I'm here and I'm you know I'm committing to some sort of practice mm. um and actually talking about one of our Ibiza retreats familiar gurus Shambhala who is one of my dearest friends and her technique of tapping or MET this for me um has been a really incredible tool that we teach a lot and I've used a lot sporadically but every single day looking in the mirror and singing a mantra to myself that I am you know I am beautiful I am kind I am doing this I've got this you know that's been really what's helped me to to get through you know to get through and I I do feel like you know six months has passed I look back and I'm like wow this is a roller coaster ride but it's an amazing one really Mm. and with the business too you know the business too it's been an all-encompassing journey and yeah amazing incredible absolutely hats off to you I don't really know how you've done it to be fair um but I think what you've just said there uh is is just the routine factor and actually having like a real daily ritual and I think there's two things there which number one I saw on Instagram that my friend of mine reposted about P Diddy and how he'd had all these like he was recording like a bit of him dancing or something and like how proud he was or something but actually what what we saw at the back of the shot of the frame was um the lipstick uh or that's what it looked like to me because I could just imagine him getting his lipstick out and just writing these kind of like um intentions like you just said on his mirror which I've done quite a bit over the years as well I think a lot of people do do that these days and I think that's a brilliant way to create a daily ritual is to have that in your mirror in the bathroom as you wake up the first thing you look at in the morning you know Mm. I think you know the idea of self-care as well it's quite a topical um term at the moment the you know this idea that often the bottom of our lists is where we place ourselves you know we've got lists of work family life friends boyfriends partners whatever that might be and then right at the bottom you've got oh oh and there's me you know so the idea of of putting into practice as you say this routine of self-care is so important because how can you how can you give from a place of emptiness how can you give when you're too tired to be able to respond yet you're being reactive you know it's it's about creating space in your life in your breath in your body in your mind to be able to respond to to life situations right rather than be reactive and reactivity often comes from a place of anger or or fear ultimately fear and frustration um so yeah I just think uh, you know I always used to think routine was the most boring word in my entire um yeah in my entire repertoire and I think actually it's become my biggest teacher and yeah. I think I was I, I was only reading something today about this um new initiative put together by um Prince William uh Prince William Prince Harry and um William's wife yeah. about it's called Heads Together and um I'm really interested by it actually because um, mm-hmm. it's talking about um Harry's kind of battle with depression really um, yeah. I don't think he really realized yeah. like how he'd gone down the rabbit hole really until recently and he had a lot of therapy and stuff obviously after the, the death of his mother and he didn't really realize I guess what had happened and so it was a, a very interesting interview mm. about 
you know, his battle with that, which I guess he'd not really talked about or admitted before. So this particular interview, and when I've been sort of like logging onto the website a bit more often just to read more about what they're up to, it was just about, you know, five steps that you can take basically to cultivate less anxiety in your life and being able to kind of, you know, keep those demons at bay if you Mm -hmm. are someone that struggles in that department. And I think number two was like routine, routine, routine and how boring routine sounds. But actually, when you've got that little daily self-care pack thing going on, whether that even be another life coach that I also follow on social media, I just sound like I just literally sit around on Instagram all day. (laughs) But he says that all he does is he steps onto his mat. I think he, I don't know even if he just touches his guitar or whatever it is and something else that he says to himself every single day, if that's all he's got time for, if he's not going to have time to stretch or... But, you know, just that, actually standing on the mat and saying whatever it is he has to say to himself every day, that's enough just to get him in his little bubble so he can go off into the world and be in the right headspace for whatever it is he has to achieve. And I think, you know, all of these little practices and things that we weave into our daily lives are what make us normal whatever that is and they give us roots as well you know and roots that they say the tallest trees have the deepest roots and it's so true you know if you can find comfort and you can find grounding in these practices then you can cope with your life around you If, if you don't have anything anchors you down when things around you are kind of you know changeable and unknown it's really hard to to cope you know and I think a lot of what we see on retreats there's the same issues that come up time and time again you know anxiety depression so much now you know people on medication for many years to control their anxiety a lot of the um diseases that we see now as well kind of autoimmune diseases that we see now um allergies all these diseases that stem from stress and anxiety on the nervous system that you know and that's how they play out so we we're kind of almost becoming you know it feels like we almost kind of have have a mantra in itself which is this routine and self-care and practice because that's really such a huge part of the healing such a huge part i think i'm just so distracted by the wind (laughs) and i started to think when you were talking about um how people get caught in this kind of like washing machine cycle i was just thinking about the tumbleweed on the terrace and like how that kind of feeling of being so lost and so Um, I know it was sorry it was about it was actually when you were talking about trees having roots I don't know why but my attention just suddenly went outside to that roaring wind and I was like that's kind of what it feels like though isn't it though to be blown all over the place and just having this feeling like you're just not earthed or connected or you know attached to anything at all and I I I I just know how that feels and I know that you know how that feels and that's kind of basically exactly why we got into doing what we do and I and I so I have to bring this back to your initial Mm. journey here because you know how did you get into sort of Ibiza retreats where you know where where did this meeting with Lara come from tell us more oh my love my lovely partner Lara I know it's a lovely story actually because I Lara had very much a kind of history with the island with her with her rave scene um, and I didn't. I didn't really have. A I love this image of Laura and the rave scene. I can't lie. <laughs> I know. I love it. She's she's wonderful. Um, and so I was working in London. I did my degree, um, an advertising and business degree, and I worked from graduate level up. So I'd been at the same one of the top agencies for te- almost ten years, and I began to have panic attacks, and it was it kind of threw me. I had this big job and. I was using and abusing, and I don't mind saying this, I'm not, you know, 
I don't mind kind of alcohol and drugs for a big part of my kind of void filling stuff, I guess. Um, and my job allowed me to really, you know, a lot of it was, was, was wining and dining clients and that's the industry that was in. It was just quite prevalent. So, and, you know, slippery slope, the worst thing you can do when you've got anxiety and I guess tendency towards mm. panic is, is to take stimulants and do these things, but it becomes like a vicious circle. So I was quite stuck, you know, partying would start on a Thursday and end on a Monday morning. It kind of used to go to that level. Um, and I just, you know, the panic attacks used to really take hold. It was, it was just got to the stage where I thought I, I felt like I was drowning, I guess, in in London. And I started to go to yoga because somebody recommended it to me. And um, as I began the practice once a week, I felt suddenly a big sense of peace and calm. And and my practice grew and grew. So it ended up being that I was spending less and less time partying and more and more time in the studio and I found some wonderful teachers in London that I'm forever grateful to I found a practice called Jiva Mukti Yoga which it's quite an intense practice and it allowed me to really express a lot of the stuff that was inside me and I you know like like everyone I have a story from my childhood I'm sure we all have things that you know define us from when we were young and I had a lot of anger inside me as well from that so it allowed me to safely dispel these emotions and feelings and so I um, did a teacher training but my teacher training was over a year and a half and it meant that I spent pretty much every weekend in the yoga studio in Camden so it it was a self a just decision to take myself away from that other stuff in my life into something really good and pure that was that was nourishing me and I just loved it Joe. I just found you know I found this new sense of peace and um harmony that I'd never really felt before and the panic attacks subsided I wasn't on medication any longer it was it was it was lovely it was wonderful and I actually booked to come to Ibiza to come to a yoga retreat and um I arrived here and fell in love with the island really it was just one of those I got off the plane and I actually got a call from a friend saying we're here do you want to come clubbing and it was this you know angel devil thing going on my shoulders I was like <laughs> I could go clubbing and I could go and have fun or I could go to this mountaintop retreat and I was like oh <laughs> my god and I chose the retreat um and had an amazing time met amazing people and you know it, I stayed for a, a month I didn't go home I just kept changing my flight and I'd been at my job for 10 years so I was actually able to take a sabbatical um and my boss was really kind she knew about my kind of my decision and struggles and so she was really cool and said mm-hmm. go for it Susie you've earned it go for it have your time and then when I went back she was like you're not coming back are you and I was like no I'm moving to Ibiza so it was a really quick decision that was in the October and I moved to Ibiza the following April and bizarrely um in Tri Yoga in London in Carnaby Street which I'm sure you've been to many times before um, a girl who was on my teacher training said to me, you must meet my friend Lara. She lives in Ibiza. She runs a retreats company. So I took these, you know, Lara's email address down and sent her an email. She was like, yeah, let's meet. Let's have a cup of tea in La Paloma. And I met Lara and that was it. I think within a couple of weeks, we were, we'd already decided to sort of work together and uh, she'd built Ibiza retreats to, to a wonderful level already. And we, between us, just managed to kind of, you know, find the energy and the partnership to take it to the next level. And we've been doing that for the last, yeah, eight years this summer. So it was a very chance, lovely meeting. Of so it is like months. a marriage, basically. It's it kind is. of. 
the it dynamic is. I've seen between you actually is kind of a little bit hubsy wifey. It is, yeah. There's lots of love there, definitely, and we, and I love the fact we're so different. That's what I think really makes us special. We're very different, but we have the same passion and intention, which is bringing amazing experiences to help people refind themselves you know mm. through through what we offer and the tools and techniques we teach in the retreats the people that we introduce them to the yoga it's a journey and that's what we'd like to it, it's it's an inclusive journey yeah mm. i mean you know this all sounds like it was like some sort of walk in the park and you know having known you for a while mm. i mean i know you know it's not it's not easy just to come no. over here and just like basically drop the story of the comfort zone of London yeah. and the career and all yeah. of the stuff that goes with that even though you're escaping you know theoretically the stress yeah. and the strains of city life there's quite a lot of other challenges that crop up over here <laughs> that um people just don't really know about until they actually no. move here so what can you sort of maybe elaborate on that for yeah, us of course I think for me it's like it's like you know Ibiza is a paradise. It's it's ultimately a paradise, but paradise comes at a price. You know, it's like it's somewhere that and there's there's always this theory between us us people who've been here for a while. Joe, you probably feel this too, that Ibiza will test you. So you have to like jump through some hoops and some sort of initiation test to be able to stay here, and they usually involve cars, houses, and jobs. Um, and I definitely had the cars and houses one a million times over and I feel very settled and, and lovely now. But it really is, mm. it's like a baptism of fire to be here. And the island, it's, it's, it's very transient and the energy can be frenetic. So, you know, if you're, if you're already ungrounded, unless you've got that safe platform, it can, it can give you a bit of a rough ride. So, yeah, you definitely earn your stripes being here. And I feel like, you know... Um, yeah, for sure. I've I've done I've done the, the legwork, as it were, to earn my place in Ibiza. <laughs> I think you definitely have. I'm still hearing that tumbleweed rolling around out there, and I'm still feeling like yeah. that's the sort of it's very connected into this conversation we're having because yeah. I've just felt like yeah. so ungrounded here so many times, and there have been so many car stories and houses stories. <laughs> and I remember actually one of the first emails I sent to Lara because actually we have a mutual friend in common, oh, uh, my best friend yeah. actually, which is hilarious. And of course, you know, you obviously got got given uh, Lara's email by a friend of yours. And um, I just remember kind of asking Lara quite a lot of questions, and I, you know, I was trying to gauge before I actually moved to Ibiza how. I was going to actually make ends meet if I were to take yeah. that bold step and come here. And she was sort of basically sort of said quite boldly back in an email that um, she couldn't possibly give me any work until I actually moved here because yeah. they don't, you, you don't give work to people that don't live here. No. And I was just like, Oh, well, that kind of sucks because I need some I need some guarantees here about where I, you know, how am I going to eat? How am I going to pay my bills? And I just, looking back on that now, it's like, fair play, you know, yeah. that she didn't do that. But at the time, I was a bit like, oh. Yeah. And actually, it wasn't that much longer before I thought, well, sod it, I'm going to book my flight. And I remember having that meeting with you two at, yes. the, at Zara. Okay. And, and um, yeah, you guys just kind of gave me all the contacts and all the loops in to get into all the studios and places that I wanted to teach. And um, yeah, it all kind of went from there. But it it just made me laugh because it was a bit like, well, we're not going to help you and basically unless you just kind of move here because that's when, you know, you need to take the plunge and someone needs to give yeah. you a kick up the arse to make that decision that's happen. It. And that's it's not it. an easy one to make. But once you do make it, yes, it's going to be 
very di- difficult. But if you want to make a big decision, you know, it's going to come at a price. And yeah, bold moves come with um, bold steps. And and so rewarding. I mean, island, I, I love this island. I love the vibrancy of it. I love the cosmopolitan people element of it. I love the, the fact you can be free to be who you really are here. And I think that's what where many of us were drawn I know Lara would say the same it's this kind of freedom of expression and this inclusivity this fact you can be on a dance floor if you so wish with a Hollywood movie star and a hippie you know it's that kind of real juxtapose of people and hearts and voices that make it so special Mm -hmm. and that's why we do what we do here and that's why we choose to make Ibiza our home because there's no guarantees you're right but when you know that the feelings of the feelings of it, of of belonging are incredible. You know, the community vibe here is is amazing, as well as you know, it's just not like that in UK for me. It, it wasn't. I just I feel part of something here. I really do. Mm. And there's definitely an incredible community of people here. Mm. And and I was only saying to another lady I was chatting to on this podcast, it's coming up. Um, possibly in the next few weeks, Emmanuel, um, about, you know, this idea that when, when I lived in Brighton, I hated the fact that it was a small little town and I kept bumping into everyone everywhere I went. As soon as I left the house, guaranteed bump into someone, would be a student or a, you know, someone I used to work with or just a neighbour. Yeah. And I, they used to do my head in. I hated bumping into people. I was so <laughs> antisocial. And then I moved to Ibiza and it was so much worse. Like, you it's know. intensified, isn't it? Intensified, Yeah. But somehow here, it doesn't annoy me like it did back in Brighton. I think I've changed. I've changed into a space where I do want to run into people. I do want to have community around me. And I do want to have those connections. It doesn't do my head in somehow the way it did in Brighton. I don't know. I think that's me changing, not not anything else, which is a good thing. Because I think, you know, once you're here, you're just generally a bit more relaxed as well. And a bit more in your, your, uh, like you say, you can be what you really want to be without, you know, you can be anything you want to be, really. I mean, there's a lot of people that come here and, um, crikey, they definitely, uh, <laughs> they definitely roll out the red carpet of uh, their new persona. And, um, you know, there's a lot of cowboys, there's a lot yeah. of um, people here, you know, just making stuff up. You know, we all yeah. make it up, fake it till you make it. I'm a big fan of that phrase. Mm-hmm. And I think that that happens as well anywhere you go in the world. But here it does seem to be a right old magnet for that kind of behaviour. It really is. It really is. And that's what I love about it. And not just in the clubbing world, though, or the DJs or, you know, in the healing world, you also do get quite a lot of people that kind of come here, perhaps, you know, maybe you're not going to comment on this, but, you know, without the right credentials and just set up as, you know, like a a world expert Reiki practitioner. And I think that's also something that's a little bit concerning, Mm -hmm. um, and also, you know, the topic, I mean, you're probably, again, not going to comment on this, you can't in your position, perhaps, but I can. <laughs> and and it just, you know, it's, it's a topic of many dining conversations of, of, you know, interest, because there's just, you know, people setting up, sort of doing things which they proclaim to be creating that, you know, aren't necessarily quite as authentic as one would hope if you're going for a treatment, for example. So it's it's a very interesting uh, smorgasbord, shall we say, of uh, yeah. therapists doing things and things getting mixed up and mashed up in ways that are unique. Absolutely. And I think Lara might have commented on the last, um, when you interviewed her, just regarding, because you do touch on something really important, and it is about protecting, you know, people who come to find healing here on Ibiza. So, you know, we are looking at ways to ensure that 
you don't have the cowboys or the charlatans or you know people really have got the right training and insurances and the right um, integrity of practice here and that's something we're working towards with the tourist board for sure because it is you know it can it can it can all get a little bit a little bit what's the word fashionable is that right Mm -hmm. fashionable and a bit kind of oh I'm going to go and and especially with some of the medicines that are around now as well plant-based medicines we we need to make sure these things are done with in the in the right the right integrity in the right code of conduct the right code of ethics for sure no absolutely and I think you know it's a bit like you know in England you would like get the yellow pages out and find a plumber but how can you come to Ibiza and find the right yoga teacher the right Reiki uh, therapist or the right, even just the right masseuse that fits what you really need for you and your body. So I think, you know, I think that's why this podcast is also, Mm. I hope, I hope going to be helpful for people to find people that, you know, resonate with where they're at in their world right now. Um, as it expands and grows and obviously the website the resetrebel.com will have more of a directory feel to it in the yeah. coming months as it develops and I think you know it is important to have uh, a trusted source to go to yeah. um, for the right therapist it's, and practitioner. It's worth talking about here um, unashamedly our wellness agency element of what we do because Lara, I and the practitioners and the, the staff on our books have got decades of experience doing this so if there is people who want to come and they do feel a bit overwhelmed by the fact there's a thousand Reiki practitioners or you know a million masseuses this is somewhere they can come through the Ibiza retreats hub um, and speak to somebody human who can help direct them in the right way we can go through what we call our you know basic wellness consultation which allows us to see where people really are and we can help guide them into the right you know the right therapist it's what we do on our retreats actually so every person who comes in a retreat has this tailor-made experience despite the fact it's a group dynamic they each get their forum to have this tailor-made um therapy program yeah so it's important i just want to mention as well because i know that you know going on retreat the reason that people sometimes choose a retreat and it is coming down to price because you think oh that's the cheapest one and maybe you're a bit budget sensitive and that's completely cool um our retreats are holistic experiences they're not just yoga they're not just you know meditation they're really you know whole-hearted experiences and what we're putting out there for this year is that even if you don't have the budget to be able to pay the whole amount up front you can put down a small deposit and chip away at your balance over the course of a year for example so you're not having to you know say no to something that might be okay it's it's more expensive but it's accredited and you know it's a respected organization versus a once you know a one-off kind of pop-up retreat that maybe doesn't have the right credentials for you and maybe you're not going to be as safe there so we're trying to put things in place to make the retreats accessible for everyone Mm. I think that's amazing and I've been offering that as well for years and years and years just because the kind of um, client base that I've always attracted have been like you know working mums and people that just haven't had buckets of cash and I think that's you know it's a great thing to offer because yeah exactly like and I think a thousand euros which is really the minimum that yeah. a price for a week in Ibiza cost to come on a retreat here is is a lot of cash it's, it it's a hell of a lot of money and no one can really genuinely just like front that up um willy-nilly shall we say so I think you know to have that option is is a fantastic thing um and it definitely makes things a lot more accessible for 
people you know at the end of the month who has 500 quid for 50 percent um so i think to do it in bite-sized chunks is um is definitely winning so can we talk about um the free space that you're offering up for charity between you and lara on the get glowing in october on the 6th which i'm really excited about because one of the the main premises of this podcast not only to meet the wonderful wellness experts of ibiza uh, and rebels on the island (laughs) um of which you're definitely one sees um yeah what's what's get glowing all about and what have you what's up uh, up for the taking here yeah so get glowing was um one of our first retreat concepts and actually it's still my favorite to be honest with you because it's just such a lovely way to to get to know your energy system so um the get glowing retreat stems from the chakras so it's based on the chakras and each and the yoga journey and the workshop journey takes you through an exploration of each of your chakras from your base chakra your root chakra right to your higher chakras so all the seven chakras and um the space is completely free and we really wanted to find the right way to explore giving away a free space on retreats because it just felt right to us that what we do and to make sure that people who maybe wouldn't have access to a retreat can do so when you came along Joe, it was like oh my goodness we were so happy to be involved and thank you for thinking of us and what you're doing is such an amazing project by the way I'm really so proud of you as a friend and just in awe of what you're doing it's amazing it genuinely is thank you um (laughs) but um it's a completely free space and our retreats are fully comprehensive in the fact that you get your cuisine it's pre-yoga bites brunch dinner and this is abundant organic from the island not quite vegan almost vegan cuisine you get a two-hour yoga practice every morning um and this is always with more than two teachers on the deck so we really give each person the space to um, have that support because you know you go to a class in London there's like 30 people in the class and you're doing a sun salute and if you're new to yoga you haven't got a blind clue if you're doing it right and many a person has me included um, had injuries along the way and, and it's nice to get that solid foundation and grounding so it's really an intelligent from the ground up learning process of the yoga and even if you've done yoga a million times before I guarantee you'll learn something new um, on the retreats. Um, and then the workshops, we have the lovely Faye Reason, who is actually my best friend in the whole world, but also um, an incredible, we call her the heart-mind reconnector. Um, it's just, what she does is, is you can't put it into words, but it's basically magic, is what I'm going to say is magic. So she'll be giving a talk on how to work with your energy system and how to um, give yourself healing as such. Um we also work with the voice, so work with the beautiful music shaman that is Laord. And those of you who know Laord will know how incredibly special that mm-hmm. she is. And it's not singing in its in its pure form. It's just finding finding your voice. Really, it's finding a way to express yourself. And you feel so light when you've been in a session with her. You just feel like you've you the weight of the world is no longer on your shoulders. It's quite an incredible thing. Um, there's also a hike and a letting go ceremony on the last night with our beautiful Marianne who's our we called her our retreat mama but she's just one of the most incredible spirits you'll ever meet and a wonderful part of our team so it's a very comprehensive yeah retreat uh, I think I want to come actually I mean sod everyone else <laughs> no it sounds absolutely incredible and um yeah definitely something that I think 
would be of extreme benefit really to I mean Lara wonderfully explained you know the kinds of people that we're appealing to here you know the, the whole idea behind this is someone I don't know I was thinking like someone going through heartbreak hotel yeah. or someone feeling lonely or depressed or lost Absolutely. or obviously yeah. can't who couldn't afford it but you know just anyone like really really struggling right now or exactly a, anyone who feels like they just need need something they're not quite sure what but as you said it might be something to do with having a recent breakdown or breakthrough as we like to call it a heartbreak maybe you're just feeling really lost in your life I mean any any reason at all that you want to maybe you just lost your spark and you don't know why it's mm-hmm. like that's holiday find your glow again find your inner fire again I guess is the whole nature of that retreat beautiful well um yeah i might just sign up anyway but um thank you so so much for getting back on the sofa with me it's been um i wish it had been a bit more like the big breakfast and we could have uh, (laughs) got on the old uh, ibiza style lounging beds and maybe ordered a few pina coladas but um maybe that's later on in the summer when we've put the work in (laughs) thanks so much joe it was really really great to talk to you thanks for having me on your sofa anytime it's yours really it's sort of ours Massive thank you once again to Susie Howe for my Beatha retreats there. And that retreat that we were talking about just there, the Get Glowing event that's going on in October at the end of the summer, um, is up for grabs um, along with uh, many other free spaces that we are giving away on uh, events in Ibiza in 2018. So if you do want to go and check those out, go to theresetrebel.com for the full list of availability. Um, and if you do want to attend one of those retreat spaces or have a friend that you'd like to recommend who maybe can't afford it or is suffering um, in some way shape or form we'd love to hear from you on just the good news please at gmail.com do get in touch with us and we'll see you next week thanks for listening